0: chapter 1 which is probably the only chapter I'm going to deal with because there's so much in chapter 1 in our reading this morning we will be reading from verse 3 to 7 The subject matter that we are going to deal with is that we are, we who are Christians, we who are in Christ Jesus is the object and the desire of our God's love, praise, and glory. You, you personally, is the object of God's glory, his love, his praise. He he looks at you and desires you. Ain't that an awesome thought? I mean, I mean, not because of us, in spite of us. <laughs> that, ought move, that ought to move you to give God some praise. Amen. That, that ought to, that right there should be amen and sit down and go home. But I'm afraid I'm going to have to dig a little bit deeper. Amen reading from the amplified bible reading from the amplified bible reading and starting at verse three it reads as such in our hearing may blessing praise adoration, and eulogy be to god the father of our lord jesus christ the messiah who has blessed us in christ with every spiritual that is given by the holy spirit blessing in the heavenly realm. Even as in his love he chose us, he actually picked us out for himself as his own in Christ before the foundation of the world that we should be concentrated, set apart for him, blameless in his sight and above, even above, approach before him in love. For he foreordained us, he destined us, he planned and loved for us that we should be adopted, revealed to us as his own children through Christ, Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, in accordance with the purpose of his will, because it pleased him that that was his kind intention towards us, so that we might be to the praise into the commendation of his glorious glory, our glorious grace, excuse me, favor and mercy, which he also freely bestowed on us in the beloved. In him we have redemption, that is deliverance, and salvation through his blood. The remission, the forgiveness of our offenses, shortcomings, trespasses, in accordance with the riches and the generosity of his glorious, gracious favor. Amen. Somebody ought to say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Father, even now. Father, there's no way that I can expound uh, the depth of the depths of this at least allow me to uh, scratch the surface. At least allow me to give understanding of, of what we have in Christ Jesus. Father, just increase the anointing. Be exalted and lifted up in our sights. Father, allow us to see our glorious Savior, Christ Jesus, to the place that nothing compares to him Lord Lord, absolutely nothing in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen as I was thinking about um, not not even just this text but preaching as a whole and 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 listening to someone expound Paul's genius in the way he approached uh, writing, in the way he approached preaching. Something that I as a pastor and all the preachers have to take into consideration is that there are many views in the congregation when we preach. And one of the things that we have to constantly do is be able to take the truths of the Bible and put it in a context where it makes people think about the real truth. Y'all didn't hear that. (laughs) See, the word is true. But there's a whole lot of philosophies. There's a whole lot of things coming our way. This world system is opposite what the word says. And and let's let's be honest. It is alluring. It is attractive. It is appealing. Because it offers right now, right now, gratification. It does not satisfy, but it will thrill you. (laughs) Y'all getting all quiet on me. Let's let's, let's get honest. Sometimes sin can be... (laughs) It would feel good, taste good, and temporarily tantalize your senses. Otherwise, you wouldn't indulge in whatever it is. Amen. They say that heroin is so good that after you shoot it up, that you want it again. I remember when it was at the height of, of, its, of, its, of its, and it's coming back. It's coming back. But in the 70s and in the 60s, heroin was the number one drug. I remember talking to a heroin addict, and this is what he said. He said, it's, it's not just you're chasing that first high, but you are afraid of coming down, because when you come down, you get deathly sick. He said, and you do anything to avoid coming down. When I went up to uh, Pennsylvania to preach revival, there was a whole slew of of teenagers, the ages of 12. Most of them looked 14 because they came back to visit me. And we're talking about heroin addicts. One 16-year-old was going through rehab for the second time, and he's a heroin addict. In New York at its height, I remember when they used to uh, when you got off the bus, they could tell whether you was from New York or not, and they would walk up to you, shoot you with hair, and put a card in your pocket, knowing that a lot of them would call them up for another shot. <laughs> it plays with the senses. But wait a minute. Paul is trying to let us know that no matter how tantalizing the world Satan has to offer to us that Christ's blessings are better. Hold on, Amen. Amen. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have to know that. You got to believe that. But more than that, you have to experience that. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm just going to go there. I've been on a lot of highs. But the Holy Ghost got the best high I've ever been on. <laughs> got the best high I've ever been on. Okay? And those of you who never been on a high, don't worry. Just get high in the Holy Ghost. You're not missing nothing, okay? Because you got the best there is. Paul is trying in this letter to expound to us to chase after Christ, chase after your blessing, chase after that which God has for you. Listen, it's not enough just to be saved. It is not enough just to come in the door. You need to walk the pathway that God has for you. We looked at Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 through 6. That tells us God put conditions on the blessings. God put conditions on the blessing. Even if you are saved, it does not mean you're walking in what God has for you just because you're saved. That means that you're saved and that it's yours if you go get it, but you got to go get it. And I think that that is missing a lot of times in our Christian walk is that we are eating mud pies when God has, when God got the table overflowing. And we, and we, and we sacrifice the blessing for something, how can I say this? For Satan's crumbs. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What do you mean by that? This is just, this is how, I, okay. What are we sacrificing being in disobedience? That if we were to walk in obedience, God would give us more than what we got. And as long as we are in disobedience, yes, we are sacrificing yes, mm-hmm. what is supposed to be ours. Yes, oh, wow. Just the way it is. Yes, so in now shall, if you didn't really obey the word of the Lord, the obedience, being careful to do all that his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Yes. Next verse. All these blessings will come upon you. Why? Because you are obedient. Now, hold on. He's he's talking to his children. They are his children. Can you say that with me? They are his children. But just because they were his chosen nation, the blessings did not come automatically. Okay, it was conditional because now that they are his children, the blessings could be this, but it was based on them obeying. And look what he says. He says, when you are obedient, the blessings will overtake you. He said, now watch this. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Keep on going. Blessed shall you be to be the offspring of your body. And the produce of your ground, the offspring of your beast, the increase of your herd, the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneeling bowl. Go on. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does that sound like they are blessed? Does that sound like? The Lord shall cause your enemy to rise up again. Listen. 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 It does not mean that Satan won't come at you. Matter of fact, let's be honest. It may make him come at you even more. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, he said, and the Lord shall cause your enemy who rise up, which means it's not a maybe. It will happen. Listen. The devil gets jealous of us being blessed. <laughs> Why? Because he forfeited his blessing. <laughs> okay? Him and the angels that left with him forfeited their blessing. So know that when you're walking in the will of God, trouble will come your way. It will rise its ugly head. It will rise up out of nowhere. Do I have any testimonies in the house? that trouble will rise up out of nowhere. I mean, absolutely out of nowhere. It will rise up against you. But notice it says, against you to be defeated. Listen, it says, but it will not prosper. Before your eyes. Listen, if it is defeated before me, that means that I see it rise up. Yes, sir. Now watch this. You still have to apply your faith when trouble rise up in your life. When you see it rise up, you can't stop trusting God. You have to dig in even more. It does not say that when it rise up immediately that you will see it defeated. No. There's a a space between it rising up, your faith being applied, and God defeating it for you. Why? Because our faith has to be tested. Because the testing of our faith shows we really got faith. Any faith that is not tested is not genuine faith. Matter of fact, God already knows where we're at. The only way that we know where we're at is if God tests us and you will find yourself weaker than what you thought you was or stronger than you thought you was. And they will come out against you one way and flee before you. You know what that means? It's not just, now if they go out seven ways, that means that there's more than one that came at you. Listen, they come in together, but when they flee out, they start so terrified of God that they scatter from you. Amen. Ephesians 2.10. Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, which means he's working on us. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, that we may do the good works with God preplanned beforehand. For us, taking past, we went over this last week, that we're taking past, you got a path to walk. And that's where your blessing is. That's where your blessing is. That as you walk the path that God has set before you, automatically there are certain things that is on that path that is just for you. And it is already there when you get to certain points. It's going to show up in your life. It is conditional because you and I have to stay on the path that he has set before us, which means that no matter how hard it gets, it behooves us to stay where God wants you to be. Now watch this. All of hell and all devil's tactics and all life is going to try to get you off your path. Because the devil don't want you to experience what God has for you. The only way in which you can stay on your path is that you keep your eyes on Jesus. And no matter how hard it gets, how dark it gets. You set your eyes on Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith. And if you keep your... All Peter had to do was keep his eyes on Jesus when he was walking on water. Hold on, did you get that? All he had to do was keep on... Looking at Jesus. Here he is walking on water. It's not that he didn't ever walk, he took some steps, y'all. And the rest of us are at Peter. Look right here, and they're mad because they didn't get out the boat. But Peter is actually you know, hold on, hold on. Yes, Lord Jesus. The folks thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus. Well, this just hit me. Thank you, the folks in the boat was Christian folks. Thank you, Lord. They were the disciples. Did you know when you get out the boat and start doing stuff that other folks not doing, they're going to talk about you because they know that they ought to got out the boat, too. I mean, hold on, I'm not talking about folks outside the church. I'm talking about folks up. The storm didn't stop. The rain didn't stop. The wind didn't stop. But Peter was still walking above and through the situation. And as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, everything was okay. The problem is he started looking at the waves, looking at the trouble, and he started to say, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? That we should walk in them Living the good life Which was prearranged Made for us You know know what God does This is what he's doing in our lives When we're on our path He proves himself over and over And over again To give you more To praise him for The more you experience him even through the storm, even through the hard times, the more he shows out in your life Amen. and the more you begin to know he will do exactly what he said he will do. He's faithful, not just sometimes, but he's faithful all the time. You know what happens? Your prayer life gets larger your praise life gets better. Cause now you're not just praising him for what you heard, you're praising him for what you know. Now when the devil comes at you, you can say to yourself, devil, I know too much to turn back. You know what I've been through? You know all the, all the hell you done threw my way and my God has delivered me? Do you think I'm gonna turn back now? When you are on your path, it is maturing you to praise God even more. You know also what's happening? Your light is getting brighter. What you mean your light is getting brighter? The closer you get like Jesus, the closer you get to him, the more like him you look. And other folks will see in your life what you don't see. And they will begin to thank God for what he's doing your life listen we are his we have been made for his glory we are the instrument of his glory Isaiah isaiah 43 verse 7 isaiah 43 verse 7 isaiah 43 verse 7 that is your purpose that is your sole purpose listen everyone who is called by my name if you are a Christian, if you are a saint, if you've been born again, you are called by his name. You, you are a representative of the kingdom. You are a child of God. You've been adopted into the family. You are his. You are his. You are his. And who I have created, I have created you for myself. There was a question that came up, and um, Brother Thompson, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, because you, you asked this question, you brought up a good, that, that there is a controversy, what it means that we were made in his image. But if you go to Genesis chapter 1, 27, and you don't have that back there, what it says in Genesis 1, that we were made in his image, we was created Created in His image. Notice I'm saying "created" means out of nothing. He spoke something yes, into yes, existence. Yes, now watch this. Watch this because some people think that it's our body. Now, when it goes to Genesis 2: right. verse good. 7, it says, "And He formed man." Yes, sir. That's good. Yes, sir. Not create. Yes, Form. Yes, sir. What's the mm-hmm. the part of us? that is in God's likeness and image is our spirit man because God is spirit now the body he used the dust that was already there and formed it. the house the house the image of God that is in us so don't think of God as having a body like us he is spirit and what God is working on in you and I is the spirit man on the inside. So when he looks at your spirit, God wants to see himself. And all of us have that image of God that is to be expressed through our bodies, through our living. That so when God looks at you says, look at him, he's looking just like me. Look at her. She's looking just like me. I got a question for you. When God looks at you, does, do God see himself? Does, does he see the image? Yeah. That is our number one and so purpose. That is our number one and so Purpose. Trying to work that yes. out yes. in you and I—that yes, that he sees himself, yes, folks see him in us, and we see a glimpse of him working through us. Yes, hold, on, hold on, hold on. When you look at yourself, I'm not talking about your body when you work in look in the mirror, yes, but when you look at your life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who do you see? Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> some of us don't want to ask that question. <laughs> because some of us know we just like our pappy. We just like our grandma. We just... Oh. I know y'all want me to shut up, but that's Okay. I still got time. I got a watch on the day, y'all. So, y'all fortunate because Reverend Willis said, Man, my watch is broke. And we were sharing watches. I said, Did I do that? And then uh, Pastor Hamilton took off his watch. I said, Man, you know I'm a wild preacher, man. You sure you want me to? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, by His name, created for for His listen for His glory. Yes, Thank you, Lord. Thank glory, glory, provokes folks to praise God. Hold on, glory is hard to explain what it is. It it is it is a wonderment. It is an expression. Of the nature and the person of God. But when you see his glory. You can't help yourself. Let me explain. When Jesus is on the mount of of transfiguration. And and, and, and they're up on the mountain. And Peter, John, and James is there. And it says that his his face starts shining like. The sun and his clothes became dazzling white and Moses, who is the 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 lawgiver and, and and Elijah, who represents the, the Old Testament prophets join him because they represent the Old Testament. Moses, the first five books and the law. Elijah was the first prominent prophet and started the school of the prophets. They represent the prophets, the entire Old Testament which deals with the law and the prophets. They they are summed up in those two, Moses and Elijah. They come to say, hey, we represent, we saw you coming. And it's good that we see you're here. We spoke of you in the past. And now you're about ready to fulfill what we talked about. It is the connection, the bridge between the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament looked forward towards what he was going to do. We in the New Testament look back at what he done. It all comes to Jesus Alleluia. on Calvary and the empty tomb. It's fulfilled, old and new, at Jesus. I mean, look, look, look at them. Watch this, watch this. You have, you have, we have, we have, we have, we have those of the past. There, we have those of the present and future there and we have jesus bridging the gap between the two (laughs) now look what happened peter john and james begin to talk out their heads you know you don't know what to do when you start seeing glory (laughs) It's good that we're here. Let us make something that we can stay here now. You got to go down. But in one of the texts, it makes reference that they pass out. They fall asleep. They fainted. Because what they saw was too much. Couldn't handle it. Their Their brain went, bing. When folks see Christ in us, they know that it's Christ. The expression of seeing God makes us, it provokes us to praise him. We see the glory of God and it behooves us to give him thanks. So I think that the more we walk our path, the more our higher our praise goes. Because ultimately we see more of him. Thank you, Lord. We see more of him. Thank you. Glory to your name. Yes. Romans 5, 1 and 2. We dealt with a little bit last week that, that, we, that we don't have to worry about condemnation. You should not be caught up in condemnation of yourself and don't even allow the condemnation of other folks to, to get you down. Amen. Amen. Watch, watch this, watch this, watch this. I have been in situations where it behooved me I was critical, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. It was critical for my confidence in who I am in Christ to be at maximum level. Yeah. Because I was walking in the situations where my faith had to be at a high level. Okay? You understand? Now, watch watch this. If I would allow Satan to put me down of things in the past, things that's under the blood, I would not have been able to deal with the situations I was dealing with. Amen. Yes, sir. If I would have allowed mm-hmm. what folks thought oh, of me Yes sir Yes sir. Yes, sir. I couldn't have dealt successfully with the situations I yes. was going to deal with. Yes, sir. There has to be a confidence, not in who you are, but in what Christ has done for you. you have to know that. Yes, You've got to know you're covered by the blood. Yes, You've got to know from the relationship. That that saint can't throw no railings at you and it sticks. You got to know that before you. That when you right now, you're standing before your father, and if you are in Jesus, God sees you as though you have never sinned. You got to know that even if you missed it yesterday, if you repent and say, "Lord, I missed it," at the moment you say, "I missed it," it's. This is under the blood. you got to know that. you got to know that. And constantly staying up under the blood because that's where your confidence is. And when I say confidence I mean your faith confidence. Your faith confidence. See when trouble comes what fends off the trouble from making us not fall apart is Lord, I trust you Lord. Hold on, hold on. This is what you trust. I trust what he's done, and I trust that he got me because I know that I have accepted Jesus. Now, what Satan would do is this. -hmm. Remember what you did last week? Oh, yes, you do. do. Why you you. think he got you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Therefore, I haven't been justified. Mm -hmm. By what? Not by your works, not by who you are, but by your faith. We are now not enemies with God, but we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have attained our introduction by faith into this grace. Which we now stand. Glory no that that's This is what it's saying. This is what it's saying. Stand on the grace that is yours. Don't let nobody move you off of the grace that is yours. It is God's undeserved favor that he has given to yours. It's yours. Don't let nobody, don't let the devil, don't let your family, let them call you a holy roller. Let them say you think you holy. Let them talk about you and call you everything but a child of God. Stand on the grace that is yours. You're not claiming to be all that, but you are claiming that Jesus is all that. And you all have a strut to your walk. <laughs> you all not to walk with your head down anymore. Now listen, 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 listen. Don't allow what happened to you in your past to to determine how high you fly. You don't know, put it under the blood. Oh, y'all didn't hear that? Put it under the blood. Put it under the blood. There's here in the blood yeah. deliverance under the blood next verse oh well hold on i didn't finish this there we we stand we exalt we give praise in what we do not see yet listen to somebody on the radio and they begin to expound on the word despair. Despair is a emotional place where you go that is very hard to come out of. Despair leads to critical depression and many times leads to suicide. Despair is when you have lost all hope and see no way out. It's when that cloud has come over you and it has erased the sunshine from your life. I think all of us have been there but there are depths of it that you don't want When a person commits suicide, it's because that spirit of depression has gripped them. And at that moment, in that season, they see no hope and no way out. At that moment, death seems like a better option than living with the despair. That they are in, and don't think because you are a Christian that you can't go there. If you don't know how to apply the promises, y'all didn't hear me. If you don't know how to apply what the Lord has given, how can I say this? There, There are. Listen, listen, listen. We have all this at our disposal, but if we don't use it, we have all this at our disposal, but if we don't know how to use it. And even for those who know how to use it, it gets hard sometimes. Because I, I, I just honestly believe that God will allow the trouble to come where it presses you at where you are. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. Some of you think it gets easier when you get stronger. No? Let me explain. You may be right here, so you get the demon that's right here. So when you step up another level, guess what? You got a higher demon that you couldn't handle down there. <laughs> so now you're facing greater pressure because you're stronger now. So you think that when you step up here that now I got it made. No. Down there, you was, you was fighting with the foot soldiers. Now they got jets, they got, they got airplanes, they got helicopters, they got atomic bombs. Yes, and the Lord help you when you get up here. Yes. <laughs> the Lord help you if you get up here. Why? Because at each level, there's a new, different. Yes, yes, yes. Know that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Know that. Don't think that I got it. You never have it made on this side. Listen, I have talked with people that are dying. And I asked them, have the devil left you alone? They're hours from death. And he said, No. He's in my ear right now, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. trying to make me doubt yes, what I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, yes, sir. Yes, sir. wow, uh-huh. God wow, God. Hebrews nine. 11 and 13. Okay, we're almost, we're, we're almost well, I just, we're, Okay, hope in the glory of God. Let me finish this. Hope is this, hope is this, hope is this. We have an expectation that somehow God is going to get the glory from what we're going through. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> now watch this. If God gets the glory from what we're going through, then we ultimately gonna get blessed. Amen. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, watch, watch this, watch this. When the Lord is glorified by what we go through, within him being glorified we are lifted and blessed. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now hold on, watch this. As we are walking on the path that he has set before us, uh-huh. it behooves us to keep our eyes on Jesus Amen. because you got to get to where God is being glorified through what you're going through. Amen. Because the blessing don't come yes, until he is glorified through what you're going through. Yea, ye, though I walk through the valley of the shadow yes, of death. I will, I will not fear no evil. For thou are with me. Are with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now notice what he said. He said he don't say, yea though, I'm here to stay in the valley of death. Yeah, no, no, no. yea ye, though. Yea, though, I have camped here. He said, yea, though, I go through the indication that there's something on. Is there anybody going through something right now? Is there anybody in the house going through something right now? And you've been wondering how long, Lord? Hebrews 9, 11, and 13. I I know you're right. (laughs) Sometimes you got to stop and tell yourself, through. (laughs) I'm going through. You know, it hit you again. I must not be through yet. just made me stop. I got to deal with this a little bit more. (laughs) This, this, This is what... This is what I don't like about it. Why well, you on your path? Not only is there blessings on your path, there's pitfalls on your path. Why? Well, because Satan don't want you to go through. <laughs> okay? Hold on, hold on. Matter of fact, more things will come. They don't, I, I keep on telling you. Y'all, y'all remember Jack's? The new kids don't remember jacks. <laughs> you got this little <laughs> rubber ball, and you got these things that you pick up, and you got to pick up what you... I think, if I remember right, you throw it up, it bounces, and you, and, you, and you pick up the jacks. If you say onesie, you only pick up one. If you pick up twosies, you pick up two the ball can only bounce one time, so, so it's a time thing. You pick up two, and you throw them out, and they're spits all over the place, okay? So you had to know how to throw it. You know, trouble don't come by onesies. Oh, no. Say <laughs> <laughs> don't <no> play onesies, <laughs> he rarely played twosies. <laughs> <laughs> rarely, rarely, okay? I mean, I mean you, if you're, if you're blessed, three Zs, okay? But the devil hits you by three, fours, five, and six things at a time. It, it's not just the one thing. It is the number of things. It's the succession of things. I mean, I mean, I mean, hold on. If Job just had one thing to deal with, the story of Job wouldn't be that. But it is that while while one got finished, another one came. Before the other one got finished, another one came. Before the other one got finished, they was lining up. Fellas, stand up. Stand up, stand up, stand up for me. They was in line, ready to tell him the bad news. And each one had a different bad news. They all wasn't saying the same thing, Each one to have a distinct bad news. It wasn't days. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that you got to be ready for it to come like that. And say, Lord, I trust you. You're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. If you kept me through all that, you'll keep me through all this. I know you're good because you done proven to me you're good. I'm so glad I can look back over my life and say, the Lord kept me through some stuff. And because he kept me through all of that, I believe. To see. You, know, you know, one of the things that we got to do, we can't forget where we came from. <laughs> you can't forget how good he's been. That's why you need to look back sometimes and remember, remember what you've been through. That's why you need to get healed from the hurt of it. So that you can live in the glory of it. Yeah, somebody didn't catch that. Okay, let me explain this and we're going home, okay? See, if every time you look back, it causes you to live the pain, then you haven't dealt with the hurt, okay? Because when you have dealt with the hurt, you just don't see the pain of it, you see the glory of it. What, what do you mean by that? There's some things that some of us have been through that if other folks would have been through what you went through, they wouldn't have made it. Just the fact that you're still here and somewhat your right mind. (laughs) Somebody say, why you say so? I don't think any of us is that same. Thank God. You're not more crazy than what you are. <laughs> You're just not crazy enough to be locked up. God God be, God be praised. God be praised. God be praised. God be praised. Because he kept you in your right mind. God be praised. But when you are healed, when you look back, you just don't see the pain. You see that God was there all the time. You see that God worked it out somehow. You would see that the devil tried to kill you, but no, 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 no. He couldn't do it. When you see God in your past, you can look in your future and say, the same God, the same God who brought me through that yes, sir. Take me. is the same God that would take me all the way. Yes. Just the fact you are still here so that God still has purpose for you. Thank you. Thank you. That's purpose. Just the fact you are still here so that the hand of God, Hallelujah. the glory of God, yes, sir. the purpose of God yes, is on you. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Don't believe what your trouble is telling you. Say that. Say that. Say that. Your trouble is a liar. Yes. Yes. And in spite of what you're going through, you gotta lift up your head yes, and say, even though I'm here now, this is not This gonna stay. I'm just going through because I have to get to what God has for me. I'm gonna get there. No matter what it takes. I have made up my mind. I'm gonna trust him. I'm gonna see what God has for me. Hopefully, now watch this. My God is too big. Too awesome for this to be it. And that's when you talk to your trouble. Trouble you temporary. But I am an instrument of his glory. He loves me. I'm an object of his love, his praise, and his glory. Matter of fact, I'm not gonna wait till other folks see it and praise him. I'm gonna praise him in the midst of it for what he's up to. Cause I know my God is up to something. I don't know what he's up to, but I'm gonna say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Notice what happens. When you praise God, your head automatically goes up. Quit looking down, look up to the heels, for with cometh your help, for your help cometh from the Lord. Open up your mouth and give God some praise. Especially, especially when you're going through. Are you on the path that God has set for you? Are you on the path that God has set for you? And on that path you see Jesus. You see the Lord like you have never seen him before. The awesomeness, and I'm thrilled of it is that in seeing Jesus, he transcends yes, what you're going through. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, you yes, sir. The word transcend means that he is far away, above and beyond. Yes, far away, yes, above and beyond. Okay, let me, let me, let me make application of that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When you see him far away and beyond what you go through, it takes the sting out of what you go through. Because yes, being in his presence Hallelujah. is better than what you're going through. Yes. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Watch, this, watch this. Watch this. I said I was finished, but keep, keep on. <laughs> Hallelujah. The three Hebrew boys didn't mind being in the fiery furnace as long as Jesus was in the furnace yeah. with them. <laughs> he took the heat F- no, nah, I take that back. I take that back. The fire still had heat, but Jesus covered them, insulated them, and Jesus insulated them from the heat. You know what the Lord would do? He would insulate you from your trouble. That though you're in trouble, you don't feel the trouble you're in. Do I have a witness in the house? Do I have a witness in the house? He didn't remove your trouble, but the pain and the hurt of your trouble didn't hurt so bad. I think I better quit. Uh,
1: Do you know him?
0: Do you know him? Oh, if you don't know him, you ought to know him. He's everything. He's even more than what we have tried to expound today. He's even more than that. But you got to know him for yourself. Then even after you know him, you have to willfully, you have to willingly step into obedience So that you can walk in what he has for you. I got preachers here that will pray with you, will talk with you.